Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. So this episode, the big idea behind this is I really want to give you some some practical and useful tools for, again, moving moving from this idea of making claims and and sort of talking about why people should hire you to actually moving into providing very specific elements of proof so that you can be more believable when you're whether it's you're you're selling your ideas or you're trying to sell yourself in an interview or you're trying to sell yourself to a freelance client, whatever it is, moving into providing proof and and being more believable in everything that you say. And I think more specifically than that, how to go in and extract from your experience, no matter how much or how little you might have, being able to pull out and extract those elements of proof because the truth is, even if you don't think so, there's elements of proof there that you can find. You just have to sort of know how to look for them. And really the big kind of secret here with all this is something I learned from a friend and and for a while a mentor of mine, which is the power of leverage and how even the smallest things can be leveraged. And his story is a a, a real great lesson in that. So that's what we're going to get into in this episode and talk about exactly how to do that. Before I do, I'm I'm starting a, a new segment that I'm going to be doing on Fridays for the show, and that is to highlight some of you out there and sort of show you off. And so I'm calling this the Patreon Supporter of the Week, and this week's uh, Patreon Supporter of the Week is Ivan Tabongo, and Ivan works uh, with a website called addonflare.com. And addonflare.com provides premium add-ons and plugins for the Zen 402 forum software. They also offer custom development to build add-ons from scratch. And I was looking over at the site. And so if you don't know Zen 402, as it says, it's a forum software. And Add-on Flare builds add-ons for uh, Zen 402. And some of the ones that they build are things like paid registration, advanced forum stats, a V bulletin to Zen 402 custom import. They do audits, installation and upgrade, uh, custom development, and more. So, again, be sure to show uh, Ian some love. Thank him for supporting the show. And also, if you're working with Zen 4 at all, you're interested in forum software at all, be sure to check out addonflare.com. Again, that's all one word. Also, post the link in the show notes page for this episode, which will be johnmorrisshow.com slash 310. Now, of course, if you'd like me to promote your project, just like I did here, again, I'm going to start doing this every Friday on the show. So if you want me to promote your project, then consider becoming a Patreon supporter at johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon. These little ad spots like I just did, uh, those those normally, if if someone were to approach me, I've had people approach me before about it, I would charge $150 for an ad spot like that. Um, but as a Patreon supporter, you get it just as a part of it. All you have to do is submit information. And uh, again, every Friday, I'll do that. So, uh, And along with that, you're also going to get all of my courses in the past, PHP courses, Upwork courses, all of that, plus all the future courses that I release as well. And you get all that for just 10 bucks a month. So if you want to learn more and enroll, you can, again, head on over to johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon. All right, so this episode comes, the, the idea for this episode came from a question that I got on Facebook from Assad. So here's what he said. Amazing tips, man. These are really helpful. I have a question. 
what if someone is working on Upwork with a good number of reviews, but they don't have any proof of working with giant companies, which he or she can mention in the profile overview? How can we prove that we know what we are talking about? So I think this sort of stems from this idea where one of the examples I use as, I, uh, as an element of proof is I use the fact that I worked for uh, on projects for Inc. Magazine and Michael Hyatt and some of these other big name people out there. And so it can be easy to get caught up in thinking that, well, that's what you have to have in order to be able to, in order to have any sort of proof. And that's not really the case. Authority is just one sort of element of proof. And there's a, a ton of others that, that we can, we can leverage. And the, the, the greatest example I have of this is a friend of mine named Stu. And Stu was really, really, really good at leveraging uh, any sort of experience or any sort of accomplishment that he made. So as, uh, again, where the part of the story that I know, uh, he started out many, many years ago and he was running a membership site of his own. And it was a small little membership. It was fairly successful, but it wasn't anything that had tens of thousands of members or anything like that. But in running that membership site, he became frustrated with the software that he was using. And so he was talking with a friend of his named Tracy. And Tracy was sort of the uh, more into the tech side of things. He had developers that he had worked with and so forth. And so Tracy essentially asked to, well, if you could have this sort of ideal piece of software, what would it look like? And he sort of described it. And they, and they ended up working together and founding a company where they built this membership uh, software for WordPress. Now, this company happens to be my primary client, so I know the story pretty well. But he, so he, he started with this, with his own membership site. Then they created the software, and he used his membership site as leverage to say, "Hey, I'm I'm using the software on my own membership site." And so, just that little bit of of a membership uh, site that he was running, that again, it, it was you know, fairly successful, but it wasn't just this big name, huge thing. It was just a small little site that he was running, but he leveraged that to be able to start selling some of the initial copies of this membership software that they had helped create because he was using it on his membership site. Then you fast forward and him running this company, this plugin sort of blew up and and this company got got really, really large. And he started then leveraging the fact, the, the number of customers having tens of thousands of customers who had bought this piece of software to then create a course or several courses where he talked about how to build a successful membership site. And in that they had, uh, he had built his own, another membership site that was a lot bigger, a lot more successful, a lot more well-known. So he leveraged all of this to then create a course. And then he leveraged that course to be able to, to position himself as sort of the membership site expert. And that got him into being able to do interviews and podcast episodes and and conferences and speaking at places with all of these sort of big name marketers out there, which he then leveraged to create a really big course, which if I remember correctly, the first iteration where he launched that course did over a million dollars in revenue. So he started with something really, really small, but was able to leverage that up to the point where he was now doing things that were really, really big. So you don't have to, the sort of the, the main point here is, it's sort of like starting a snowball rolling down the hill. You've seen those sort of cartoons. All it takes is one small accomplishment. 
that 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 one small element of proof and if you really focus on leveraging it before you know it you're going to have tons of momentum and it just sort of is rolling like a big old boulder rolling down a mountain and you know you'll be the one talking about how you worked with this big name and that big name and you'll have clients seeking out to hire you but again it it all just starts with something small and focusing on leveraging that now the thing about this is I know that for some of you that might sound scary, right? Thinking of of that momentum and getting to that place where you're working with these sort of big name clients that might seem a little scary and you might question, is this something like, can I do this? Well, the thing about Stu is Stu is just, he's really just a regular guy like you and I. And that's it's not some cliche thing. It's really true. I know his story very well. You know, all of this, it wasn't like his parents were sort of into this whole sort of online marketing thing or anything like Like, he was complete outlier from his family. In fact, you know, he went sort of the traditional route, got good grades in school, went to college, got his degree. He actually got hired at a sort of traditional uh, corporate company. And I think he worked there. He worked there for a short time and maybe it was a couple months or maybe it's six months or a year, but it wasn't very long that he worked there and he realized like, this isn't for me, this isn't going to work out. And so he made a choice and that, that choice was to say, no, I'm not going to go down this path. I'm either going to succeed or fail, but I'm going to succeed and fail doing what I want in life. And it sort of reminds me of, if you ever watched the, the documentary with Jim Carrey called Jim and Andy, I think Jim and Andy, the great beyond, if you've seen that, he talks about his father and how his dad had worked can't remember uh, what the occupation was, but he had sort of worked for sort of traditional sort of company all his life, and he never really liked it. And he sa- he has this line in the movie that where he says, you know, from that, from watching my dad, I learned that you can fail doing what you don't love. So you might as well do what you do love. And I think that's very, very true. And, you know, another thing that he said is so many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. So the point here is, is that, you know, you may be questioning, you know, what's practical, what you're capable of, and so forth. But the reality is, is you can, you can fail at playing small too. So you might as well go after what you want. You might as well go down this path. You might as well start leveraging this stuff and try to build this momentum and get to that place and see what happens. Right. And, and and let the chips fall where they may, but you don't want to live a life like looking back where you just regret never having gone for for it. And again, it can start with something really, really small. So I want to give you some sort of practical how-to about how to actually do this, give you some meat here that you can sort of latch onto. So this is this is what I responded to Assad and said. I said, authority is only one element of proof. R- reviews from well-known people work well because you sort of siphon off some of the authority that they've established. But it's not the only way to establish credibility. For example, volume is one way. Social proof uh, is another. Uh, specialization is actually one that 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 you can use too. So, and for him, he mentioned he had a bunch of positive re- reviews on Upwork. Well, that's what he should lean in on. That's what he has right now. So you have to lean in on whatever you have. But as I said, authority is only one of these sort of elements of proof. And authority is, there, there's five I'm going to go through here and show you that you can use to look at your experience and see if you can pull these out. 
Okay, so again, authority is one of them. So this is things like I've worked with these big name clients or you know, I was the lead instructor for et cetera, et cetera course that would matter to potential clients of yours. So for example, I was the lead instructor for the Wishlist Member Certified Developers Program. In our market, that means something. You know, we had this Certified Developers Program and a lot of the people that these clients would be hiring would be people who had this badge and would talk about them being certified developers. So me saying I was the lead instructor for that course gives me an element of authority. It could be I have a certification in this XYZ that means something. Whatever it is, establishing some sort of authority is one way, but it's it's not the only way. As I mentioned, another one is volume. So a lot of Upwork profiles I see that are really, really successful, one of the things they'll say is I've worked on over, you know, a hundred project, a hundred of this specific type of project, or I've built, you know, this many number of websites. They they sort of lean in on volume and just the amount of work that, that they've done. And again, that helps establish a little bit of credibility. You can't get, you can't have worked on that many sites in people's mind. You can't have worked on that many sites if you don't know what you're doing. And, and and on the other side of that is if you've worked on that many sites, you probably have some idea of what you're doing because you've done it so much. So again, that's another way of of establishing proof or credibility. Another one is social proof. So if you have a bunch of positive reviews, you should be leveraging those positive reviews. Here's what this client said. Here's what that client said. Or I have this number of five-star reviews. Uh, Rob Percival's course the uh, complete web developers course on Udemy is a really good example. One of the things that he would highlight right off the bat uh, on his sort of sales page is the number of five-star reviews that he had on the course and the fact that he had the most five-star, at one time he had the most five-stars reviews of any course on Udemy. So again, that's social proof. That's an element of proof that you can use. Another one I talk about a lot is specialization. And this is sort of just a quirk of how our mind works, but we tend to think that specialists are experts in the thing that they specialize in, even if they might, they might, may not be at all. But because they say they specialize in it, we tend to believe that they are. So simply saying, I only work on XYZ projects, that's a little bit of proof. That's a little bit of credibility that sort of just people kind of, it's this quirk of the way we think. Now, the thing about that is you can do that right now. You don't need to have any past work. You don't need to look at any of, you know, any of the stuff that you've done. You don't need to have done anything. All you need to literally say is I specialize in XYZ. So that's something you can do right now, no matter how much or how little experience you have. The last one then I'll talk about is passion, which is another one you can just do. So people tend to, if if you are really passionate about something and a client sees that, they'll tend to believe that you're just going to care more about their project. And that gives you a little bit of credibility. That gives them an incentive to hire you over somebody else. So making sure that you're working on stuff that you're really passionate about and saying, I'm really passionate about this, that can be a little bit of proof as well. And again, it's something you can do right now. So those aren't the only elements, but those are five pretty pretty big ones and, 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 and pretty common ones that you can use that can really be effective in establishing proof. But the thing to here is the thing to do is to just analyze your experience or analyze your situation. Again, no matter how much or how little experience you have and find just one small thing and use it. Don't brush it off as, oh, that's not going to be, you know, that's not going to help. That won't be that impactful, whatever. 
remember, uh, this is a Gary V line, but I 100% believe this. One is greater than zero, right? Having something is better than having nothing. So find any little, any little element of proof that you can and use it to get a second. And now you have two things. Use that to get a third and a fourth and a fifth. And before you know it, you're going to have this massive pile of proof. You'll have all these big name projects you've worked on, or you'll have hundreds of projects or thousands of projects that you've worked on. And that will position you as one of the top experts in your field. And once you reach that sort of level and that sort of status as a top expert, I mean, getting work's not going to be a problem. It's going to be picking and choosing what projects you work on. It's going to be more about learning how to say no and all that sort of thing. So getting work's not going to be a problem. But to get there, you have to get started. So again, look at your experience, your situation, and find that one small thing that you can leverage to get that ball rolling. All right, that'll do it for uh, this episode. If you got value from this episode, I do hope that you'll, again, consider becoming a supporting listener of the show over on over on Patreon at johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon. Also, if you liked the episode, be sure to hit the like button. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe. Also hit the notification bell so you make sure you actually get notified when I post new videos. If you want links to subscribe on Android, iTunes, TuneIn, plus links to all the past episodes of the show, you can find that at johnmorrisshow.com. And finally, if you'll rate and review the podcast over on iTunes, I'll give you module one of my PHP 101 course for free. All the instructions on how to get that module are at johnmorrisshow.com. Just click on the start here link at the top. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.